Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here today with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And with everything that's been going on, we know a lot of you have questions about the markets, what's going on with your money. You're going to hear a lot today about Pat's five-step retirement review, how that could help you get some answers. You can always reach out to take advantage of that by calling 803-9-RETIRE. That number again is 803 803- Nine retire, or you can check out the website retirewithpat.com. And Pat, on the show today, we're going to talk about some of the basic building blocks for a solid retirement. And when I think about building blocks, of course, I have to think about Legos. And you hmm. and I were talking about this a little bit ago. My boys, they love to build these Lego sets, these really complicated like Star Wars ships yes. or these Harry Potter castles. No, no, not yes. <laughs> they're complicated and they're difficult and there's 900 steps involved. We want to do the Duplos version of this because your <laughs> girls are still in Duplos, right? The big ones. They are. Not the ones that are like as big as your head, but the ones that are, <laughs> you know, two or three times size of a little Lego block. Right. And they do. They love them. And uh, it's obviously, it's not 9,000 steps. It's, it's much more simple. Right, right. And and we want to keep it simple today on the show. So we're not going to build a 900-step Star Wars spaceship. We're going to build a square cabin out of Duplos today. <laughs> this is how we're going to do this. So if you were going to boil this down and you were going to name those building blocks for us, Pat, what do we need to build our retirement plan? Yeah. So if we're, you know, of course, we talk all the time about all the things that go into retirement. And I know I've said that a lot of people come into our office and they've actually done a lot of great things. The one thing that they often come away with is just um, an appreciation for how complicated retirement planning is because there are so many things to consider. So the idea today is to not go into this long laundry list, like you said, 900 steps, but let's boil down four that we think are critical as kind of the foundation of the plan. So The first one that I have chosen is protection. And I think that's, of course, obvious. Anytime we have stock market swings and drops and things like that, we all have a desire to protect our money. So that's that's an obvious one, I think. Um, The second one is somewhat on the opposite end, which is growth potential. And the reason that's so important, of course, is uh, if your money sits, you know, in a bank account making 0.001% for the rest of your life, you got to have an awful big pile of money <laughs> to make that last. Right. So that's really important that we have some kind of growth potential. The third one is income, and that is, uh, of course, critical to any retirement plan. It's very rare for someone to be able to live off of Social Security and a pension anymore. Um, so we usually need to be driving some kind of income from our nest egg. And then the fourth is liquidity or accessibility. How do we gain access to that money um, so that we can uh, put it to use? I'd say that's kind of my short, sweet summary of those uh, four building blocks. Okay, perfect. We're keeping it simple. We're keeping (laughs) it basic. Just four building blocks. Talk about, Pat, the risks that you're exposing yourself to. What what could happen if you don't have all four of these things? Well, I I really think, I mean, hopefully our listeners would agree. Um, I don't know how you get away with, um, you know, having a successful retirement if you're missing even one of those. And that's that's what creates the challenge. And you think about protection and growth, you know, those are really opposites in, in many ways. Um, and then also there are some, you know, financial instruments that will provide you income, but they may not provide liquidity and so, or access to your money. So those are almost opposites in some ways. And so th- this kind of illustrates 
the challenge that this brings. And as we always like to say, there is no such thing as a perfect investment, uh, because if there were, that's where everyone would have all of their money, right? <laughs> right. So that, yes. that would be, you know, if something provided all four of these things, we would all put our money there, uh, but that doesn't exist. So uh, we have to uh, we have to do more than that. And that boils down to diversifying some type of diversification, or as we like to say, it's just not putting all your eggs in one basket. We want to divvy and we want to divvy. And by doing that, we want to try and accomplish all four of these things in the best way possible. Now, of course, one of the obvious questions that might come up is what's the best or perfect way to do that? And of course, that is also complicated and, and personal because it really depends on your goals. And that's where it always comes back to, um, you know, it's not about um, this ideal investment or, you know, this hot stock or tip or something like that. It's not even about the highest average return. What it's all about is accomplishing your goals. And that's why um, we don't start off meetings looking at investment statements or anything like that. We start off talking about what are you trying to accomplish? And that allows us to really try to build something that is as perfect as possible in the sense that it's built for you. And that's ultimately what we're trying to accomplish. And that's exactly what you mentioned earlier, Jen. That's part of creating a custom-built retirement plan that we do for all of our clients. And the first step to building a custom-built retirement plan is our five-step retirement review, which we offer to our listeners with absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call now at 803 803- nine retire this is an opportunity to sit down with a financial professional focused on retirement and helping you achieve your goals to get started call now at 803-9-RETIRE and if you're looking at your phone and you'd like to just hear the numbers to punch in 803-973-8473 is the number again 803-973-8473 or as pat said an easy way to remember that 803 803- Nine retire talking today about the basic building blocks for a solid retirement and again protection growth potential income and liquidity those are really diverse goals and pat as you said if there was one tool that did all of those things well we'd all have that but it doesn't really (laughs) exist but talk a little bit about how one plan even though one tool can't do all of them one plan sure can right it really can, and um, it, that does a couple of things. It, it accomplishes the financial end, but I mean, really, what most people are looking for is not perfection financially. That's obviously impossible to have. What what most most of us are looking for is that comfort, that avoiding the worry or the stress, because just not knowing, of course, can eat away at you. So. The plan really is all about helping you know how to diversify, how to divvy up your money. Uh, It's about um, tying in your nest egg with all the rest of your plans. So we call that a comprehensive plan, building out those other areas. And then the last piece is we believe it really needs to be personalized. And what we mean by that is there is – a lot of advice on the internet on how to what to do in retirement, and some of it's really good. However, the problem is it's just generic advice, and so there can be a great piece of generic advice that's completely wrong for you because you have different circumstances, and that's why we talk about our plans being custom-built, talking to you about what you're trying to accomplish, what are your goals, what are your concerns, and then how do we address those. That's how one plan can help you build a plan to accomplish those goals in in whatever level each is more of a priority for you. And, you know, Pat, there's another analogy that kind of comes to mind as you're explaining how, how all of this works and kind of the difference between those tools versus a plan. You could also think of these as the basic ingredients. You know, I think about the the basic staples I keep in my kitchen, and depending on what I'm trying to make, I could use flour and eggs and sugar and salts, and those could go in a lot of different things. It just depends on what else you're adding in with it and what the end result is. I mean, it's mixing it up a little bit with another analogy, but but there's also, Pat, a difference between having a, a grocery list where you're going and you're buying just flour, salt, sugar, eggs, versus the recipe that has the specific amounts of those things. That's kind of what came to my mind as you were explaining that, but, but that's kind of how that works, right? It does, and the only downside to your analogy, Jen, is ah. I'm a terrible cook. Oh, so okay. um, I was like, so no, I- it was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a great analogy. I just can't use it because. Uh, <laughs> but then again, I don't build a lot of things either. So, okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, you're exactly right. You are trying to 
create a recipe. And of course, what you're trying to create, whatever you want for the, your meal may not be what someone else wants for their meal. Mm-hmm. So you are doing something different than everyone else. And maybe you like something more spicy and someone likes it more mild. And so everyone has different tastes. And so I can definitely see that analogy fitting as well. All right. Well, get out of the kitchen. We won't, we won't <laughs> do that anymore. Maybe another time. But, but going back to the just I think that concept of the basics, whether it's the, the basic staples or, or the basic whatever, these basic building blocks, where do you normally start if we're looking at protection? growth potential, income, and liquidity, where do you usually start when you're helping someone put together a plan? Yeah. So, Jen, you know, having done this for uh, over 23 years now, we've just kind of naturally created a flow and we just kind of go in a process. So um, the beauty of having it custom built for you is we start with whatever your priority is. Now, the vast majority of our clients need some type of planning to create income. They don't have You know, they're not independently wealthy. They don't have a trust fund from their family or something like that. So they need uh, they need a a nest egg to generate something. So for that reason, for most people, the first building block needs to be income. And so that's why we often start planning with talking about your retirement plans. Uh, How far away is it that you want to retire? How what are your income needs at that time? What do you want to be doing in retirement? How expensive is that going to be? Um, do you have income that's starting or stopping or expenses that are starting or stopping during retirement? Because that's going to affect it. Maybe you're going to pay off your mortgage five years into retirement. That's going to obviously affect your total income needs. And so then what we can do is we can prioritize that. And maybe you're in a situation where uh, you have a large portion of your um, necessities covered by Social Security, for example, but maybe someone else doesn't have that. Maybe they have a higher baseline of expenses, and so that, that applies more income pressure on their nest egg. And so you can see how that really can be very different for each person. Well, before someone starts building out a portfolio for you, they really have to know what it, what it needs to do, right? So that's why um, knowing what type of income needs you're going to have, we believe, is just absolutely critical. And we always say that the the first and foremost thing that you have to have for a successful retirement plan is a written retirement income plan. If you don't have one right now, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. A first draft of a written retirement income plan is part of that five-step retirement review that we offer at absolutely no cost and no obligation. Call 803-9-RETIRE right now to get started. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that's 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. And the winner of the 2020 presidential election will be not a clue. I have no idea. If I had a crystal ball, I could tell you, but I don't, so I can't. And neither can anybody else. Look, this is Glenn Beck. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, nor do they. And that is what the stock market is all about. And with a volatile election series, you are putting a lot up for risk. I don't know what's going to happen in November. Nobody does. But here's what I do know. You need to help yourself be prepared for whatever happens. You can do that by calling Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists right now. They've helped people just like you retire in election years, down years, up years, blue years, red years. They are prepared for whatever comes next, and they can help you be prepared too. So call them now, 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-973-8473. Preservation Specialist, 803-9-RETIRE. Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He's the author of the book, Save Your Retirement, retirewithpat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. You need some basic building blocks for a sturdy, solid retirement, protection, growth potential, income, and liquidity. And we want to keep this simple because... You you put together your kids' Lego sets. I say that you put them together because they get tired halfway through and they don't want to finish it, and there's 900 steps. It's super complicated. It's super difficult. We want to keep it simple with just those basic Duplo building blocks, just a simple square little cabin with just 
four little building blocks is all that we're doing today. So, Pat, I know protection is one of those basic building blocks. Talk a little bit about what exactly we're protecting our money from. Well, and real quickly, Jen, I do need to tell you, I'm yes. concerned about if I tell my five-year-old Gabby that the Duplo are simple. Oh. Um, she might be offended by I'm that sorry. because, yeah, right. it, they don't always fit perfectly. But anyway. That's true. No, that's I- That's a five-year-old. That, that was unfair. That was unfair of me. I appreciate it. <laughs> More simple. I'm just going to say that. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so protection clearly being one of the four building blocks. So what are we protecting our money from? There's so many things, of course. We're protecting our money from being eroded by inflation, from losing a huge part of it to taxes when we take it out. But I think, of course, the thing that comes to most of our minds with protection is just protecting from losses. And this is so incredibly important. And this is one of those examples of why we believe one of the foundational points of investing is being clear about where you are in your investing life. If you are 25, 30, 35, 40, and you're investing for retirement, you have literally decades ahead of you. Um, so the ups and downs don't have as much of an effect on you. In fact, if you're contributing through uh, something like a 401k on a regular basis, you can actually benefit to a degree when the markets go down because you're buying in at a lower price at those times. However, that flips when you're retired. Because what you cannot be doing, you can't have all your money in the market when you retire and then have the market drop and just continue drawing income off of it. Because what you're actually doing is the exact opposite. You are continuing to sell shares as the markets drop, which means you have to um, to continue getting your income out. You have to sell more and more shares because they're worth less and less. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge, huge risk. Um, it's one of those things that I, I have found, Jen, it's just not intuitive at all. And it's something we all need to see to realize. And so now that doesn't mean that um, you have to bury all of your money under the mattress or in the backyard or whatever analogy you like, right, right. <laughs> or to put it all into a CD making a half a percent a year. But what it means is that we have to make sure all of your money is not exposed to loss of principal. And we need to have a plan for ideally, how do we draw your income from other sources that are not tied to the stock market? Those are the two critical things we're trying to accomplish. So we have to be thinking about that. And when we're thinking about protecting our savings, Pat, what about some of those other areas as well? Maybe protecting our money from paying too much in taxes. That that could be a real, real risk down the road, right? It is. And that's another one, Jen, that I would say most people think, well, obviously, I want to pay less taxes than I have to, uh, but they don't realize how much opportunity there is in tax planning in retirement. Um, two examples we use, one is just in planning with tax brackets. Uh, since we have control over how you're creating your income, we can help you try to avoid getting bumped into a higher bracket in, in today's brackets. Uh, one example with a lot of our clients is going from the 12% federal bracket to 22%. It's almost double. If we can plan and help you avoid that, that, that can be a huge tax savings. And then one that we're working with a lot of our clients on right now is the different ways that your nest egg is taxed. We call this the three tax buckets. And so you have money sitting in the bank or in a brokerage account that would just be taxable. Um, that's one bucket. You have tax deferred like IRAs and 401ks that are taxed when you withdraw the money. And then you have tax free like Roth IRAs. Well, if we can look at those and plan and try to help you build your nest egg and then draw income out of your nest egg with the right balance of those types of accounts, it can save people tens or literally even hundreds of thousands of dollars over their lifetime in taxes. And that's exciting planning. And that's, that's what we've been uh, proactively working on with our clients um, this year. Pat, let's talk a little bit about health care costs as well. As we talk about the different things we're protecting our income from, Healthcare costs can end up depleting your savings really quickly, especially if there's some sort of emergency. How do you help people prepare for that? Well, it, it's, it is a challenge, Jen, and we know it's going to be expensive. And so we're living longer. Um, there is risk on a number of levels as far as healthcare costs. So to us, it's just simply building a plan. And so that involves three possible areas. The first one is health insurance. So, for example, if someone is retiring before age 65, uh, we need to find out if they have health insurance available through their current employer. Number two is Medicare. Most people qualify for Medicare at age 65. So are there any differences or do we just need to make sure that they're prepared for that when they turn 65? And then the third is long-term care. So, uh, of course, we know that the cost of long-term care keeps rising dramatically, and we know that um, the need for it has been increasing over a long time. So 
how do we plan for that? Uh, there is no one perfect plan for any of these things, of course. It's just talking through it, uh, making sure we have a defense to make sure that you know medical costs uh, don't completely drain your nest egg throughout your retirement. And that's one of those things I always like to say, Jen, it's like a football game. Everyone loves the offense, but the defense is just as important. So do you have a defense? Do you have an insurance plan? Do you have a plan to protect you from taxes for your retirement? If not, those are two of the five areas in our five-step retirement review. To get started, call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that review at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak alongside Pat. Let's talk a little bit about growth potential because money's obviously important in retirement. There's the possibility you'll need more of it. And when we talk about growth, your mind goes straight to investments. But are there ways to potentially grow your money without all of that risk with investing in the markets? Yeah, this is a great example, um, Jen, of, of not putting all your eggs in one basket mm. and considering all the different goals you, your money needs to do. It needs to have some safety. It needs to have some growth. And for most people, it needs to have income. So how do you do that? We love the analogy of the three worlds of money for that. And so when we think of that, most savings investments fit into one of these three worlds. You have on one end, we have the growth or the risk world, which is where many people spend a lot of their time investing during their working years. That's the stock market, mutual funds and things like that. That's a great opportunity for growth. But like you said, we'd love to have areas where we're not in the market, but still have some growth. So let's look at the other two worlds. On the other end of the spectrum, you have the safe, the guaranteed world. So that would be CDs, that would be savings bonds, that would be you know, certain types of annuities. That way, of course, you don't have typically as much growth opportunity there, but you do have safety. And then there's a middle world called the walls when we're building a financial house, uh, which we call steady income. And the idea there is these are investments, so they have some risk, but they're usually designed to not be tied to the stock market, and they usually generate some type of dividend income. And so if we're trying to reduce our need for the stock market, there's two ways we can still get some growth. One is in that steady income world, we can be generating a higher yield and maybe there's some growth potential. And then there are options in the safe and guaranteed world that have some upside, different types of things like fixed indexed annuities that have protection of your principal but are tied to an index that does not guarantee that your return will be higher than a CD or a savings account, but it gives us the opportunity to. And so that's the idea. We always say just the most important thing is to know what options are out there for you. And that doesn't mean that, you know, that type of account is right for everybody. It certainly isn't. Um, but it does, it is a fit for some people when we're trying to piece together, you know, which ones of these building blocks are most important to you. Pat, if we're worried about things like inflation, for example, and I know that there are ways to grow our money, but we've also been talking about protection. If we're worried about stuff like inflation, do we need more protection or do we need more growth? <laughs> How do we get that right? <laughs> well, we all need it all, right? Yes, we're going to have it all. They can eat it too. <laughs> that's right. Well, and that's the that's the challenging thing. We have to have some protection because if you if you encounter a situation like 2008 when the market drops in half, if you had all your money towards growth, you have a massive problem because if you've lost half of your nest egg, and then inflation comes and the cost of things increase, you're really stuck between a rock and a hard place. So you have to have some protection. But at the same time, we don't run into a lot of people that can afford to stick their money in a money market or a CD making one or one and a half percent, you know, because we all know, you know, we're living longer. Uh, so a lot of people are looking at retirements that could last 20, 30, 40 years. And we have to make sure absolutely have to make sure that you would never run out of money. So we have to find a balance there. And that's part of our, uh, when we're building out our written retirement income plan for our clients, we are talking about inflation and, and trying to customize a plan for them so they know kind of what their spending plan is going to be. And then that way, if we can take a conservative estimate of how their nest egg is going to grow, and we can um, you know kind of stress test that against inflation and longevity, that's the goal of helping you make sure you're never going to run out of money. So if you're not sure that you have a plan to help you make sure you don't run out of money in retirement, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. 
Save Your Retirement is more than just a radio show. It's also the title of Pat Struby's best-selling book. Order yours today. To schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review, call right now. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. You need four basic building blocks to have a sturdy retirement. And we wanted to keep it a little bit simple, a little less complicated. I, when I think about building blocks, I always visualize all of the Legos that end up all over our living room floor <laughs> when my sons are playing with their Legos. And it's just really complicated when they get into these really difficult sets of Legos and they're building these spaceships and these castles and all this stuff. So we're keeping it simple today with the four basic building blocks, protection, growth potential, income, and liquidity. And as we talk about the income building block that one seems pretty basic. That seems like something we really can't do without. Where do most people get their income when we're looking at that building block of our retirement? Yeah, I think um, you know the, the three-legged stool. I think is just a, a perfect analogy there, Jen. Um, so we have for for almost everyone, they have some sort of income from Social Security. Now, for some people, that might be the only income they have in retirement. For others, it might be the bulk of the income with some extra. And then for others, it might be a smaller portion. But, you know, that's one of the probably the most consistent one. Um, the second leg of the um, retirement income stool is a pension. And that one's a great example of how things have changed over you know the last generation or two. Uh, we still have clients that have pensions, uh, but that, that gets less and less over mm. the years. And those that have them, often it's a smaller percentage of their income. You know, we had clients that retired even 10 years ago, and maybe they had a pension their whole working life. Now we have people where maybe halfway through their career, they had earned these pension benefits, and then maybe the company shuts the pension down and switches them over to a 401k, for example. So that may still provide them income in retirement, but it's going to be a much smaller amount. The third leg then would be your nest egg, and that's where all three of these areas are areas with planning opportunities because we want to try and make sure you're making the most out of all of your resources. But of course, as we were talking about in the last segment, everyone loves to talk about their nest egg. How do I invest that money? How do I draw income off of it? And so that's certainly an area that gets a lot of discussion and a lot of planning as well. And as we talk about getting the most out of those income sources that we have, let's talk a little bit about Social Security. That's something that we certainly want to make sure that we're getting the most out of, right? Absolutely, Jen. And, and I always like to make the point that there's maximizing Social Security and optimizing. And so when we think about Social Security, for most people these days, when you're looking at full retirement age, it's going to be somewhere between 66 and 67. You can claim as early as 62, and you can defer it and have those benefits grow up until age 70. So you've got an eight-year window there. Now, to maximize your Social Security, that's actually, you're going to love this, Jen. It's like a Duplo block. It's simple. <laughs> uh, so to maximize your benefits, you just defer them till age 70. And that's every year those benefits go up every single time it's guaranteed. Uh, however, to optimize your benefits, that's very different. And I know the first time I heard that distinction, I thought, well, it actually sounds like the same thing. Yeah, so what do you talk, right? right? <laughs> so optimizing means now we take those social security options and we blend them in with the rest of your income plan. And the reason that's important is um, I, I always like to use the example, Jen, let's say there's a married couple and they want to retire at age 62. Um, and they have these social security benefits. Well, maximizing it says to defer it to age 70. Um, well, that's, that's great. That will maximize them, but they don't want to work till 70, right? Mm -hmm. So now we've got eight years of income we need to create. That may take such a drain on their nest egg that um, in maximizing their, you know, or optimizing their overall plan, it just doesn't make sense to do that. So it might make sense for them as much as it goes against literally millions of internet articles, it might make sense for them to claim early. 
Or one of the other things that's important to note is when you are married, you have a lot of other options available. So maybe it makes sense for one spouse to take early and one to delay and and defer theirs to age 70. And so we believe what's most important is don't just have a general rule that applies to everyone. We believe in personalizing this. And again, that's why we call it a custom-built plan. What we can do is look at your benefits and build it into a plan and help you see which one is going to work out best for you. Pat, if we have Social Security and maybe a pension, but we're afraid those things aren't going to be enough to live on in retirement, and and even if we've made the most, we've maximized that Social Security, we're still a little bit worried. Are there some other options for creating lifetime income using part of what we've saved? Yes. And I'm going to use kind of a weird term here, but I'll explain it. Um, I love this term called GRIP, which stands for Guaranteed Retirement Income Percentage. Hmm. And so what we do is we look at what's that amount of income you want coming in every month when you retire. And let's say that's $6,000 a month. And then let's look at how much Social Security and pension you're going to have coming in. And let's see what percentage that is. I like to use this example. So let's say you want to spend $5,000 a month and your Social Security and pension is going to total $4,000 a month. Well, that's 80%. You're covering most of your income, right? Mm -hmm. So that's going to put a lot less pressure on your nest egg to cover that difference. Now let's take someone else who wants to spend $6,000 a month, but their Social Security and pension is only $3,000. Well, that's a huge gap, as you can imagine. So that's a 50% grip. And so that's a simple way we like to look at it with clients to help them see how important this area of planning is. And that's something our listeners can do on their own, calculate where their grip stands and help them see, you know, where this other planning is going to come in. So to come back to your question, if you have a bigger gap there, you know, if your grip is a smaller percentage, take that second example. Well, if I need $6,000 a month and I'm, I'm only generating 3000 we would probably say that you'd probably feel more comfortable having some more type of guaranteed income coming in every month. So uh, how are you going to do that? Well, the only way to have some type of contractual guarantee that includes your lifetime in addition to Social Security and pension would be some type of annuity that offers a lifetime income guarantee. Mm -hmm. Now, I always caution, Jen, that the word annuity means a lot of things to a lot of people. So I always ask our listeners, you know, just consider the fact that when you're thinking of an annuity, that's different than what everyone else thinks of an annuity. And some people think they're the best things in the sliced bread, and some people think they're the worst thing that's ever been invented. (laughs) So the point here isn't to say that they're great or horrible or anything like that. It's a tool. And so what we want to do is we want to look at and say, if you say my grip is only 50% and that makes me nervous, well, if we need to create some other guaranteed income, then we can look at and we can even shop annuities and find ones that are going to create the most income for you. Because once again, it's not about the highest rate of return on your money. It's about accomplishing your goals. And if you don't have enough income coming in in retirement to feel comfortable to sleep well at night, then we need to solve that problem. Um, And that's where uh, customizing your plan, it makes so much sense. For someone who doesn't have that concern, then that type of that type of financial instrument doesn't make sense. And that's where we can really build it for someone individually or for their family to accomplish everything they're trying to accomplish. And if you're not sure if your plan is built specifically just for you and what your concerns and goals are, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To get started, once again, that's 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. He's the author of the book, Save Your Retirement. And I'm Jen Rizak alongside as we talk about the basic building blocks of a solid retirement. Another building block is liquidity. And I want to talk a little bit about why that is so important for our retirement plan. What, why is that such a big deal? Yeah, so there's two two things that, that I think are really built into that. And I always want to make sure we actually go into that, Jen, because sometimes it sounds very similar, but it's access to your money and it's also providing flexibility. So what do I mean by that? Access is um, the ability to use your money, which is a pretty big deal, yes, right? Yes. Uh, if it just sits in a vault forever, that's that doesn't make any sense. So that could be for income. So you're generating income out of it. And then also for emergencies. So maybe uh, you have an emergency or need a new car, or maybe there's a family emergency and you need a, you know, a large chunk of your nest egg, something like that. There's, of course, all different kinds of reasons uh, you might need access to your money. But then that's different than flexibility. What I mean by flexibility is when we kind of custom build your investment plan and shape how we're going to structure your nest egg, 
that makes sense for today. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in these crazy times, you know, the economy can change completely, you know, on a whim, uh, interest rates can change, all right. types of things can change. So we want to have some flexibility to be able to make shifts in your plan. And so that's the, those two reasons are why we have to have some liquidity built into um, how your nest egg is set up. Okay, that makes sense. So how much of our retirement savings should be liquid? Well, as, as I'm sure you know, Jen, that, that is highly individual. And of course, it's, it can't be so simple that I just have a percentage, right? <laughs> um, but that is one of those things where um, it a lot of times it depends on your personality. Uh, some people really like to be able to access a lot of their money, and that's okay as long as you remember there's a price for that. Just, you know, if you think about having money in a savings account versus in a five-year CD, the bank's going to pay you more for tying your money up. Annuities generally work the same way. Treasury bonds or savings bonds work the same way with the government. So um, what we want to do is we want to find that balance um, to make sure that you have the access and flexibility you need. But at the same time, there are there are usually times where it makes sense to lock up a portion of your nest egg to be able to generate more return. And that really, again, depends on your personality and, and depends on your needs. You know, it, it, I always say if anyone's concerned about, you know, having an account that's tied up for a few years or how, however long, I always make the point, well, when when would you expect to need to access all of your nest egg all at the same time? Um, because, of course, there'd be a huge problem if you mm -hmm. withdrew your whole nest egg. That means you have uh, nothing left, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's where we need to kind of think through, again, once again, accomplishing your goals. And we want to have plenty of liquidity when you need it, but we don't want to have way more than, than is necessary because then you're giving up return. Pat, again, I mentioned at the start of this segment, protection, growth potential, income, and liquidity, those are all of the basic building blocks that we're going to need here to make sure our retirement is solid. Talk a little bit about why we need all four of those things and how does your review process bring all of this together? Yeah, so it, it's, it really boils down to... Um, you know, the fact, Jen, that there's no such thing as a perfect investment and um, the timing of when you're investing, what phase of your investing life you're in, these are critical factors. And so when you are 30 and you're saving for retirement, you're planning on retiring at 65, you've got a 35-year window there. Mm -hmm. So primarily what you're concerned with is growth potential. Right. Mm -hmm. um, now, you'd love protection, but it's really not as important for your retirement money. You're certainly not worried about income at that point. And most people, if you're putting it in your 401k, you're not concerned about liquidity either because you're not planning on touching it for 35 years. Right. Um, but then the, you flip the coin when you start getting 5, 10, 15 years from retirement. And now all of a sudden you're starting to see, oh, my, my needs and my, my goals for my money is completely changed because now I have all four of these things I'm going to need. We have to have some protection because you cannot allow your nest egg to drop by 30, 40, 50, 60 percent in retirement uh, because you'll be your nest egg will be wiped out and devastated. Um, you can't uh, have it sitting in a in a bank account, you know, earning a half a percent a year because we have inflation. We have, you know, people living much longer. So we have to have some growth uh, as well. Uh, income, I, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, if your nest egg isn't generating any income in retirement, why do you have it? <laughs> you know, most, that's the, the whole reason most people have saved is yeah. to generate income in retirement. And then finally, liquidity, uh, very similar. Uh, if you can't access your money, it's not doing you any good. So what we need to do is put all of these things into the plan. And that is uh, many people that hire us, um, they just look at that and they say, how on earth can someone figure all that out? Well, that's the beauty of the fact that that's what we do every day. And that's what we love doing with our clients. We're creating it for our new clients and we're monitoring it for existing clients and adjusting it where needed. And it's just part of what we love to do. And if you're not sure if you have a plan uh, for your investments, that's going to do that. Take advantage of our five-step retirement review by calling 803-9-RETIRE. It's absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Coming up next, we're going to take a look into how retirement has changed over the last few years. Great Scott, we're going to go back to 1985. That's coming up next.
To find out more about Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists, visit online anytime at retirewithpat.com. That's retirewithpat.com. Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? <laughs> 1985, the year we went back to the future for the first time, and now we're going back to 1985 in our Savior Retirement Time Machine. Pat, can you believe 1985? It's been that long since that movie came out. Back to the Future, of course, directed by Robert Zemeckis, Michael J. Fox in the starring role, which can you believe he turned 59 not too long ago? Marty McFly now needs wow. to start thinking about <laughs> planning for retirement. And of course, other things that happened in 1985, Pat, the first Live Aid concert, Calvin and Hobbes debuted in newspapers. I don't know if you were a big fan of Calvin and Hobbes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Michael George Jordan was named Rookie of the Year in the NBA. I know you're an NBA fan, right? I am. He was. Uh, I grew up near Chicago, and uh, I was not a Chicago fan. So, oh, um, oh, yes. Gosh. So he broke my heart many times, but uh, <laughs> you, you can't deny his greatness. Yes, I know. I mean, I know you're a big Lakers fan, but of course, I knew you know you'd follow the NBA at least. You, you've heard of Michael Jordan before. This wasn't <laughs> your first time. Hearing it, it unfortunately <laughs> rings a bell. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and here's something we heard for the first time in 1985. Little Mario Brothers was yes. that a thing for you? Did you oh play yeah, Nintendo very much. Played it a few thousand times, I think. Yes, me too. And as a matter of fact, my kids have like some of the newer versions, and there have been times when they get stuck on a level and. They can't get past it, and so mom comes in. I'm like, all right, I'll beat it for you. Mom, can you really beat this? I'm like, can, can I beat Bowser? Yeah, I can. So uh, quick funny story. You know, Bowser's the bad guy in Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter, Shannon, she's 18 now, but when she was little, she complained how she couldn't ever beat Browser. <laughs> <laughs> His name's not Browser. That's, that's great. I know, it's pretty funny. Uh, oh my gosh, back to the 80s. So looking at financial figures from 1985, Pat, the Dow ended the year at 1546. <laughs> not 15,000, 1500. <laughs> so let's talk about that for just a second because I'm guessing people who were investing and following all of that back in the 80s could they even imagine where our stock market is today if you follow the ups and downs of the markets every day? I mean, we've had days that swung by almost that number of points, and that's where they were for the year, right? That's incredible. That, that just shows you the power of compounding right there. Yeah, yeah. And just just so so many differences with the numbers here. It cost $2.75 to go to the movies back then. Um, clearly a very big difference in prices from today. Stamp was $0.22. Cents. The average cost of a new house was about $90,000, but the interest rates were hovering around 11.6%. So wow. let's think about that for just a second, Pat. You've got all these people who were starting their careers, buying a home in the 80s, and they're dealing with those interest rates. Now when they could use those interest rates... We have the opposite. <laughs> what do we do about that? It's uh, our our generation of clients could not have gotten a worse deal with interest rates, right? Jen. I mean, it really is unbelievable. You know, the number, you know, when you mention interest rates in the 70s or 80s, usually you just get big laughs because people can't even imagine how high those interest rates were. And then you're exactly right. When you're retiring, Man, if you had 10 or 11% interest rates, well, the entire conversation we have about investments would be irrelevant because Completely. you just park your money into a one-year CD, make 11%, and right. you'd be on your way. Right, right. <laughs> and you you always used to hear people talking about living off the interest. I mean, is that even possible anymore? Can we even Can we even do that anymore? Oh, you can absolutely live off of interest, Jen. All you have to do is either have tens of millions of dollars saved 
or only one to eat maybe once a week. Oh, perfect. So th those are your two choices. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> so no, you can't really do that. No, not really super feasible. It's just really interesting when you look at where the economy was back in the 80s. Now, of course, you were born in the 70s, so you were probably, you know, you're a little bit older than me. For me, in the, in the middle of the 80s, I was not paying attention to any of this stuff, these numbers and that, that type of thing. But do you remember anything specifically about the year 1985 as we talk about the mid-80s? I do, Jen. I hope you're going to love this. Oh, so good. Okay. This is sixth grade for me. So yes. I was, uh, this is the year of the best and worst moments of my athletic career. Um, so I, I was the, uh, I, I did, I very, I very, I, I was the star of the, uh, the elementary school softball teams. We did oh, not gosh. have baseball. And then, uh, so that was my peak. It was all downhill from there. And then I tried out for basketball for the first time and I was the last person cut oh. and it, it devastated me because I was the best dribbler on the team, but I, I could not, I couldn't make a layup. And it was just, uh, <laughs> it, it just taught me that maybe you should practice, you know? Mm. So some scars from the yeah. 80s oh, yeah. is what you oh, yeah. carry with you today. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, times have certainly changed. It's really fun to talk about where we were in the 80s, what we were doing in the 80s. And, and one, one memory I have from the 80s, this was actually probably closer to like 87 or 88, but um, the principal at my elementary school retired at, at about that time. And of course, me being, you know, first or second grade, Jen, back then, I thought he was ancient because he was, <laughs> you know, Mr. Pierce was retiring. He passed away just a couple of years ago. So a couple things. Um, he was not near <laughs> nearly as old as I thought he was because he lived until probably 2018 at least. Um, but also, I was just thinking about someone retiring in that year you think about what the world was like when he retired in the late 80s and then the the world he lived to see mm. just a few years ago. That's going to happen again, Pat. For people who are retiring in the year 2020, and this is our world right now, how do we even imagine what it's going to be like to live in retirement in the year 2050? I mean, how, how do you get your arms around that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really it's one of those things I think when you think about being retired for 30 years most people if they're retiring at 65 if they picture 95 it's not a fun picture right right, right. and so I think that's one of those things part of our job in, in planning is to help people see both sides of each coin in, in the mm -hmm. sense that um, if you live a really long time we've got to be really really careful to um, you know have a plan to prepare for that because yeah. things might get way more expensive and you may have a lot of medical problems. I mean, that's just the truth. And so we need to be prepared for that. On the other hand, there could be incredible advancements in medical care, you know, in longevity. It's possible we could be 95 and we could be energetic and healthy and be able to get around. I mean, we just don't know what right. that's going to look like. And so that's where, um, you know, those are important discussions to have and to think about. I mean, you know, you only retire once, so you want to be giving it some thought and, you know, be prepared for the different things that could happen. Right. And I also I think about what what retirement used to look like back then or even how people who were in their 50s or 60s were portrayed in the media versus what 50 or 60 looks like and acts like today. I mean, I, I'm just trying to imagine what that will be like 20 or 30 years from now, because how long have we been hearing, Pat, that 60 is the new 40, right? I mean, people are staying young. They're staying active. I have to imagine that that type of mentality is just going to continue, don't you think? I do. And I think that, you know, we're learning so much more, too, about how to be healthy, right? right. About diet and exercise. And I know I've, I've told I've shared with you, you know, when I started getting serious about my health, when I turned 40, I uh, kind of fell into weightlifting as something that was has become a hobby of mine to kind of stay in shape. And I'm in, you know, a Facebook group of, of lifters. And there's, there's a guy in there, for example, who's 72 years old. Wow. And I can't believe how strong <laughs> this guy is. I mean, it's unbelievable. He That's lifts awesome. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And so, yeah, it really, you know, when you see these examples um, that, you know, of course, there's bad things about social media and the internet, but mm -hmm. there are positive lights out there too, where you can see things that, of course, we never would have known about before those things. Right. And, and when we, when we start putting the the money and the financial planning side into that conversation, people living a really long life, staying active, staying healthy, 
that means they're going to need income for a longer number of years. And it just goes to show how important all these conversations are that we have each and every week about planning, making sure the income will last, making sure that we're thinking about taxes and inflation and interest rates and all these things down the road. Pat, just talk a little bit about how your process helps us think about all these things, because looking back to the future of the year 2050, um, it's hard to know what the world's going to look like, but we can still start planning today for the future, right? Yeah, and I, I think that's really so valuable for you to bring up, Jen. It's not something we talk about on the show very often, which is the concept of retirement planning has changed massively over the last few decades. I mean, it really wasn't even a, an idea, right, mm-hmm. until the 80s right. or 90s, and people started thinking about it. And the original idea was, well, let's just figure out how much income you need. And no one was really thinking about longevity and inflation at that time. And the pendulum has kind of swung uh, over the last few years or decade maybe to we have to make sure you have enough money if you live to 100 and if inflation is 3 or 4% a year. Well, if that if you actually do that, then that often means you're taking the least amount of income when you're at your youngest and healthiest. And most people don't really think that makes sense either. So we like to actually have this conversation with our clients. How do you actually want to spend your money? And one of the ideas, Jen, I don't remember if we've even talked about this before, is the three phases of retirement spending. And I really love this. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is the first phase is are the go-go years. Yes. And so that is, you know, tackling your bucket list, you know, being act, as active as possible, spending time with friends, family, traveling to see them, all those kinds of things. And then you have the second phase, which is the slow go, which means you're not going as much, but you're still doing stuff. You can kind of see where this is going, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> I had I had originally called the third category the no-go, but someone actually joked, they said it's actually more the won't go. Yeah, which just don't want to do it. You just don't want to do it anymore. And we have clients. Clients that have you know they've traveled the world and they literally just say, "I just don't want to go because I'm I'm just tired of, of TSA. I just don't want to deal with it anymore." So, so the, there's those examples, and so I want to talk that out with our clients and and try and figure that out because we want to find that balance of making sure you never run a, run out of money no matter how long you live, but on the, at the same time we want you to enjoy and thrive and enjoy that income when you're younger and healthier as well. Pat, tell us a little bit about what happens when we get started with this this process, this five-step retirement review process with you. We're looking at all these different things. We're making sure the income is going to last as long as we need it to last. Tell us how we can get in touch with you today. Yeah, I, I would just say to kind of sum that up, Jen, just remember it's not about all these things you hear on the radio or TV or newspaper or the Internet. It's not about highest rate of return or anything like that. The bottom line is, Will you accomplish your goals? That's really all you care about. So that's the job of our five-step retirement review, sitting down with a retirement planner, talking through your goals, making sure we understand what you're trying to accomplish and helping you see, are you on track? If you haven't done that before, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer that five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. This has been Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. And as we close out the show today, we have one last flashback to 1985. That was when Columbia Records released We Are the World to help raise money for famine relief in Africa. So, Pat? Thanks for joining us today. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc. Both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialists is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.